Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with J.R. the Bossman and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the Bossman Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Jared, the Boss Man Show, and we're about to be joined by the Radford Highlanders head coach, Mike Jones, Boss Man Show. Coach Jones, we've got our practice and joining us right now. Coach, how are things going, man, with you and the Highlanders, man? Oh, man, everything's great, man. Uh, excited about uh, how we finished up the regular season and uh, ready for uh, the postseason here in our conference tournament starting on Thursday. And, Coach, talk about that, Coach. He's been second in the Big South Conference a tough conference, though, with the items of Asheville and Winthrop in the conference as well. 
You spin yourself in second place on a four-game four game winning streak. So, Coach, talk to us. What was the key factors for your season being so successful in conference play and the winning streak you've been on the last four games? Well, I think it's uh, it's been our team's uh, uh, commitment and buy-in to how we, uh, what kind of team we are and how we need to play in order to win. And that really starts uh, with our effort. Uh, we want to be – you know, the hardest playing team on the floor each and every night. And uh, for the most part, we've been able to do that. Uh, and then defensively and rebounding-wise, we think that uh, that's really the key uh, to being a championship-caliber team because, you know, you really can't count on offense night in and night out. Sometimes you get a wide-open shot and it just doesn't go down. The best shooters in the world miss them. But defensively and rebounding-wise, it's, it's not uh, as much skill as it is uh, fundamentals and habits and, and effort. And so we uh, have put our focus in that. We bought into that from the beginning of the year, and our guys have been uh, pretty consistent in that over the course of the year, and that's why we've been successful throughout the year, and that's certainly why we were successful uh, the last four games to end the regular season. Coach, one thing we'd like to get a feel for when we when we have a conversation with a coach such as yourself is the, the non-conference schedule that you played this season and how you felt it prepped your team for conference play and, and what you think uh, that that more difficult or I guess the, the, the tougher portions of your non-conference schedule, how they helped your team kind of get set for the, the trials that they'll face during the conference portion of your season. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, we try to set it up uh, based on, you know, our expectation level of our team if we think uh, we could be, uh, you know, good because we've got veterans because we've got the different pieces then we might make it a little harder this year was probably the hardest that we've had in several years and uh you know we tried to get some teams that um played a similar style to some teams we might see in conference for instance we played university of san francisco they play a princeton offense which is similar to campbell um we played you know some teams that pressed we also obviously have to play some guarantee games because we have to raise uh, money for our budget um, by playing some of the larger teams that pay guarantees. So we played Ohio State to start the year off. We played Vanderbilt. Uh, we played Virginia Tech, people like that. And, you know, what it does is, you know, number one, if you play a team like Ohio State or Vanderbilt and, you, and you're able to, you know, be competitive and have a chance to win whether you win or not, but you're uh, competitive and you give yourself a chance to win, then that certainly is going to give you confidence. And uh, we were able to do that against – uh, you know, some really good competition. I thought we should have uh, won at Vanderbilt. Uh, we made some mistakes, which were kind of experienced mistakes uh, in the last five minutes of the game. Uh, Ohio State, same thing. We played really well in the first half, and they came out and they punched us in the mouth to start the second half, but we we were able to regroup. And so those are things that we can learn from and talk about and watch film, and hopefully by the time we get to the conference, we're a little more consistent. Now, Coach, I'm in Nashville today, actually. I'll be over there to see Vanderbilt play Missouri uh, in, a few, in a few hours, an hour or so here. Let me ask you this, Coach. Uh, coaching in that, in that arena, Memorial Gym, how unique yeah. was it for you to coach and have to deal with your team at the other side of the court? You couldn't talk to them. I know you can go down the side a little bit now, but how weird or unique would that was if you coaching in that arena? Well, you know, I, I think it's uh, certainly a, a huge advantage uh, if you are Vanderbilt. Uh, because no one else in the country has that situation, so it's a it's a decided advantage for them. But for us, uh, it's it was a good experience, and I, and I really 
debated about whether or not I did, but it was good because your point guards have to take control a little bit more than usual. And for us, that was good because we had some young point guards, some inexperienced point guards that needed to, you know, be in a learning uh, situation. And I thought it helped them, you know, uh, be able to call out the defenses or, uh, you know, call a play and make sure guys were where they're supposed to be without coaches being able to be involved. So we just used it as a positive, um, and it was a really good experience for us. Like I said, we had a great chance to win that game down the stretch and, um, you know, unfortunately didn't didn't come through, but it was a great learning experience for our guys. We have Mike Jones, Rapper Howard's on the Boston Show with Jr. and John here talking about his program. Coach Jones, clean up your roster. I see you have a good mix of upperclassmen and lowerclassmen. Uh, is this the roster balance that you want to achieve each, each year in recruiting as you go out and try to build your roster and find guys suitable to your program and your standards? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, this is my first head coaching job. In the first few years, you know, we amassed some talent, some really good players. We had a kid who, you know, could end up being the best player of all time here uh, who's playing overseas in Italy right now, making a tremendous living. But we uh, we didn't mix our classes uh, the way the way uh, was probably best, and it cost us, you know, in one particular year where we, you know, ended up having a lot of upperclassmen and a lot of freshmen, but nothing in between. And so we went out and we kind of uh, we brought in a junior college piece here and there. We, uh, you know, had a guy that had to sit out, and so uh, it ended up working out really well. Where we've got you know three seniors this year. I think we have four juniors next year and then we got four sophomores and a couple freshmen and you know we'll try to continue to mix it so that you know there's not a big drop off once one class leaves and and then that next class can step up and and be ready to fill right in and you know so that's the ideal way to do it and we've been able to do that the second time around fortunately for me I've had a chance to be here through a couple of contracts and and make some mistakes early on and still have a chance to kind of fix it and make the ship right and we've been able to do that. Now, Coach, it seems like uh, looking into your, your team stats, that balanced scoring and balanced rebounding seem to be things that uh, have been a focus for you and your staff through the course of the season. Is, is that an accurate portrayal of what you guys are trying to impress upon these young men? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we have a, a guy by the name of Ed Polite, uh, Jr., who uh, is one of the premier rebounders, uh, not only in our league but in the country. And uh, we, in the past, have relied on him to do a lot of our rebounding. And as a staff, we just, you know, challenge the rest of the guys to not rely on EJ to get all the rebounds and for other people to step up. And, you know, Randy Phillips, uh, who's done a tremendous job, he's had an incredible season for us. Uh, he's really stepped up and, and taken on a lot of the uh, rebounding responsibility. But not only him, a lot of the other guys, we, you know, each guy that we met, we met with every guy before the season and we told him that, each one of you, no matter what your skill set is, has two responsibilities, and that is rebounding and and playing defense. And so, uh, you know, yeah, we, we insist that everybody take part in those two things. And then, you know, some other guys can score better than others, and, and we give them those different roles. But everybody has the role of defending and rebounding. Now, Coach, as you prepare for the Big South Tournament, uh, what are you emphasizing to your team about this pressure pack situation, the game upcoming? You guys, it's going to be determined later here. Uh, so, uh, so how, what, how do you prepare a, a team like yours, a mid-major team, where you know if you don't win that tournament, you're not, you might not have another game to play. So, how do you prepare them for that, that pressure, and how do you prepare them just to be prepared for any team that they, they may see, based on how their draw breaks? 
Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about, you know, believing in what we're doing, uh, being consistent uh, in our uh, approach every day in practice, uh, competing at a high level every day against each other so that we're constantly getting better. And, and that's, the, that's the bottom line. You know, every day you take the court, if you're getting better, then you're preparing yourself for the next time you take the floor. And so whether it's a pressure situation of a tournament or just the next game, uh, you know, for us we'll look at it uh, like it's the same. We know that in the tournament everybody's intensity level goes up. Everyone's desperate to try to win and get to the tournament. But, you know, for us we, we're talking to our guys about believing in what we're doing, believing in each other, and uh, competing as hard as we possibly can. And then on top of that, we also want to make sure that our level of focus and concentration uh, to the details is, is very high. And so, uh, you know, we want to hold each other accountable. Uh, everybody that's in our circle, we want to hold them accountable to uh, the things that we preach every day, closing out, uh, playing with big hands, blocking out, you know, all those uh, fundamental things that go into winning. And uh, we just try to emphasize that and, and on top of that, we try to have a good good time. We try to have fun every day. We walk out there and we show them uh, videos of themselves and, and uh, you know, try to make light of things and keep everybody loose and get out there and play confident and play aggressive. So, Coach, if you could, for the listeners out there who may not be familiar or as familiar with the Big South, um, speak a little bit about the quality of teams that you face, um, you know, within conference play and also the coaches in the league. Man, I tell you what, it, it has been a uh, bear in, in this conference. It's one of the most underrated conferences um, that uh, I've been a part of, and I've been a part of about seven or eight of them, uh, including the SEC and the Southern Conference and the Atlantic 10 and, and the Big East. And so, um, you know, as assistants, as an assistant coach, but this league is as tough as anyone uh, relative, you know, to level of competition, obviously. Um, but, you know, you got teams like Winthrop who – uh, they're perennially one of the better teams in the league. Uh, UNC Asheville, uh, extremely well coached. Uh, Coach McDevitt uh, has been a part of that program for about 17 years. Uh, he was with Eddie Biedenbach before, who was a great coach in his own right. And uh, Pat Kelsey, who's been with Skip Prosser and, and Xavier and Wake Forest, he's the head coach at, at, at Winthrop. Um, but you just go down the line, I mean, from one through ten, uh, you know, Barkley Radabaugh, who's the elder statesman in the league at Charleston Southern, has been there for about 13, 14 years, won a couple championships, you know, uh, has won a ton of games there. So uh, night in and night out, you're going to be tested not only by the level of coaching uh, that you have to go against, but also the talent level. The talent uh, is a lot better than people think. Um, some t- tremendous players. Uh, Xavier Cooks can play in any league in the country. Macy Oteague and Ahmad Thomas from Asheville, those guys can play in any league in the country. And uh, so it's a, it's a tough out every single night. There are no nights off. Every time you take the floor, uh, you're going to be challenged uh, in some way. You know, this year we've had, you know, five or six teams at the beginning of the year that were capable of winning the league. And if you look at it, we're separated by about uh, two or three games at the most from one through nine. Um, One year we were in the league, there were six teams tied for first on February 1st, which is unheard of. Uh, So, yeah, it's a very competitive league, very underrated. And, uh, you know, it's good because whoever comes out of it is going to be battle-tested. Coach, I tell you what, I me and John definitely cheering for you guys down there at Radford, Coach. We love to have you on the show again down the road. You've been great. Love your insight. We'll look forward to doing it again with you real soon, Coach. 
Thank you very much for having me, man. God bless. All right, folks. It's Mike Jones and the Boxwood Show, people. Radford Hollanders. Check him out. season is fast approaching and if you're looking for an edge this season you need to contact the guys at draft day consultants the concept is a simple draft day consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts who then guides you through your draft whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft draft day consultants has you covered every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds even thousands of mock drafts thanks to this year-round research and analysis the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Nikki, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis.